favorite lady one of my favorite actresses back last time i spoke to her was uh pool boy nightmare since then she's been in a special brides of satan override berry pretty boy remote viewing desert moon triple threat girl in the picture death count rap shit is it yeah dawn shark dogs beyond belief fact or fiction bridge of the doom space wars the crest for deep star valores bermuda island and that's a wrap the sensational, spectacular, scintillating Sarah French. Welcome to Cinema Union. Hello, hello, and thank you for that wonderful uh, introduction. <laughs> Always welcome, Sarah. You've been busy, as you said uh, prior to uh, we started the show, busy, but in the best possible way, hey? Yes, I'm so grateful. And, you know, especially at a time like now when there's a strike going on and, <laughs> You know, the, the COVID the last few years, you know, with everything going on. And I've just, I've been grinding away. There's no stopping me. <laughs> I'll say, I'll say. Um, yeah, that's a wrap. We've, I've sort of, I've sort of been watching a few. I watched That's a Wrap, uh, Bermuda Island, uh, Love Space Wars that you made with uh, Garo. Automation, I think, was the last film I remember speaking to Garo about. Yes. That you were also in. Um, so you came yep. back. Came back to uh, with Gara with the Space Wars and uh, made a mine, uh, Michael Pare, who I did a, a Western with. Uh, righteous. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. Michael and I did a, a Western uh, Righteous Blood with um, Rene Perez. So, yeah. So that was cool. You got uh, Michael in the movie as well, Space Wars. Oh, World. Michael, he is just amazing he's such a professional he's so wonderful to work with i remember even when he plays my dad in the film and yeah and you know when we were working together on set when we were in between um setups when we weren't shooting i was still calling him dad because i wanted to keep it as close as possible um and keep it as real as possible and he seemed totally fine with it and we you know we get along very well and we've become good friends since then and uh, hopefully that won't be the last you see of us together on our Space Wars adventures. Aha! Uh-huh. Sequels. <laughs> Franchises. It's the way of the future. Uh, yes. So, oh, that's that's tantalizing. There you go, viewers. Yeah, yeah. We're, you know, we're, we're in talks. And because the shoot went so well, the yeah. film, you know, it, it did pretty well. Um on the independent circuit and you know the film festivals and we pushed the hell out of it and you can watch it now on just about you know most streaming services amazon itunes uh voodoo um and tubi yeah and that space war it, it, it came out on dvd over here in australia i got the dvd which oh yeah on- and dvd yeah so yeah i That's- mean i'm still i'm still trying to fight the good fight there sarah with physical media i know that, that you can get a lot of these uh digitally as as quickly as possible but i'm uh i'm a little bit i'm a little bit old school i still like no to- i you know what i love that and actually i just saw something the other day that best buy is uh mm-hmm. going to be getting rid of their physical media yeah and that just completely breaks my heart mm-hmm. and it's like you know there's still a lot of people out there that love physical media but, but you know these big box retailers i just don't think you know, they're getting enough sales. So they're probably just, you know, 
let's just get rid of it all together. But there's still a lot of people that want it. And that's the thing, like with all the stuff I do, I push it. I push physical media as much as possible because I love physical media mm. and it, it has not died yet. And I hope it never does. So no, I'm, I, well, I'm, I'm look, I'm with you there. I, I hope it doesn't either. I mean, there's, there's yeah. films uh, on my shelves, both video and, and uh, DVD alike. There's films that I have that are not on any streaming service. And when I want yeah. to watch well, and- I, I can just go to the shelf and, and there they are. Yeah. And the nice thing is with physical media is you get, you know, a, a lot of them, you get to do the special features. You get to see the behind the scenes. You get to see yeah. pictures. You get to see bloopers. You get to see deleted scenes. And you don't get to see that in, you know, if it's streaming digitally. That's true. You know, I mean, and that's, that's, that alone is fun to have. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. And there's such a wealth of, uh, such a wealth of film knowledge on there, especially with the recorded commentary tracks from some directors that are sadly no longer with us. Um, yeah. And to be able to sit and watch uh, the classics or the movies that you enjoy with uh, with the director hearing, um, you know, words of wisdom. Exactly. Lots you can learn attention. a lot from that too. Complaints about catering, all that kind of thing. You can uh, you can hear it all. Some people are yes. very. Yes, exactly. Like, um, I know that's a wrap. We just sold uh, World Sales, so we're working on that right now. Right. So you'll you'll get to hopefully see it in the next, you know, uh, handful of months. So, right. um, but we're so we're very excited about that. But we are also going to be working on physical media for that's a wrap as well. Right. Yeah. No, it's it's good. And I saw that um, our, our mutual friends. Uh, Joe Cornette and Alex Nevsky are just uh, getting ready to uh, do a physical release of Night of the Caregiver um, and have oh, done yeah. have done some of their westerns too. Um, and uh, it's 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 still good to see. It's it's good to see that they're putting and they're they're putting some other materials, some supplementary materials on there, which is always uh, always good. You know, I mean, it's uh, people people like it. People like yes. how the how the how the clockwork orange works um yes i agree and i will always push for physical media always that's same great. with vinyl too like oh, uh, yes. oh my, my man joe netter and i we we collect vinyl and we love it and it's just it's something about you know taking taking the product out of the packaging and you know putting it in the either dvd player or the the record player or cd player like we still buy cds too we want to support bands we want to you know have that um and collect it we love collecting things and that's one thing that we you know we, we love like i said i can't say enough about physical media sure just, we need sure. it we need it people we need we it do. don't let it die we do i was i was such a fan i i wanted so badly i wanted more to have to work on a movie that came out on video more than anything else i think oh vhs yeah i really and and uh, sadly, I had a few that I, I had a few that came out on VHS. Sadly, I didn't make it uh, to video because video died. But I did, I did make it to DVD. So I'm that's as close as I'm going to get. So the mission accomplished, as far as I'm concerned. I made it to good, DVD, which was um, as close to video as I was going to get. But uh, you've you've been working on so many movies. Um, of lately that's a wrap is is the newest one that we were just talking Yay. about tell our listeners a little bit about uh 
that's a wrap. The the genesis of the project and and through to fruition now as it uh, as it reaches audiences. Yeah, well, I'll just give you a quick rundown what that's a wrap mm -hmm. is about. Mm -hmm. um, it's a it's a uh, meta giallo style horror comedy, and it's about uh, Mason Maestro just directed what he considers to be his masterpiece, a film titled "That's a Wrap." The cast arrived to the studio excited to celebrate what they just created, but they aren't the only ones there. Someone has dressed up as mistress, the slasher in the film, and has decided to make the art real by staggering their own highly stylized kill scenes. And one by one, the cast disappear until the true nature of the evening is revealed. <laughs> and that one... That one is the first film from our new production company from uh, my partners, Marcel Walls, who is the director, and mm -hmm. Joe Netter, who is the writer, and myself. Uh, Joe Netter, Joe Netter, the writer, and then myself. <laughs> um, so we started our own production company. And, you know, we're like, if you want something done, you need to do it yourself. And we're all big fans of the 80s and 90s slashers. We're mm -hmm. all big horror fans. So... You know, we wanted to do something fun right off the bat, mm. um, a comedy, a horror comedy, which is always great. A slasher. We're all fan of slashers. Um, and, you know, we wanted to do something fun and entertaining and gory and exciting. <laughs> yeah. It has kind of a little bit of everything. There's lots of nudity. There's lots of sex. There's lot. It's all the tropes that you love you know, in horror films that you kind of been missing this day and age because, you know, everything's so different now. We kind of wanted to go back to, you know, the 80s and 90s feel of horror films. So, and that's a rap is very kind of 90s style whodunit, um, kind of like Scream in a way. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. You're in, uh, you're in quite a few of the um, Mahal Empire movies they've got another movie that i believe is 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 coming out or having a, a a big screening soon as uh, bloodthirst yeah that one that one is released on halloween which is pretty cool having a horror film you know released on halloween of course. and that one's yeah and that one's very much like a um it's a, a i would say a uh vampire film that's um that stars Tara reed Costas Mandalore, mm. uh, Robert Lissardo, a lot of great names in that one. And it, yeah. that was a lot of fun. We shot that in the desert, in the Vegas desert, yeah. in the summer, yeah. in the heat. And everyone's wearing like these really thick, you know, costumes. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily for myself, uh, yeah. the character last thing I you play. Want, last thing you want in the desert is a, is a, is a big warm jacket. Eh? Oh, and they, they're all wearing that. Like all the, all the, uh, the cast playing vampires and all the cast playing um, like these ba other bad guys and mm -hmm. yeah they're all wearing really thick heavy costumes I felt so bad for them and and then yeah. you got me wearing these cute little short shorts this little you know tied up flannel shirt right yeah and the and the pool but yeah it's a very it's a very like post apocalyptic vampire film so it, it's a lot of fun and yeah you know and like I said that one's coming out October through um. End of October through Lionsgate. Right, yeah, because you've got so it. Should get a pretty, it should get a pretty wide release. Well, that that's well, look that more the better, and, and vampire movies generally, uh, you know, 
I mean, people might yeah, think the same as zombie movies. There's maybe been too many of them, but it it all the vampire movie has a great endurance. I think they really do, and you don't see them, you know, as often like you said. Never the same. Like, never the same. Yeah. And I think you know, yeah, it's and it's there's it's very action packed too. So I think that's you know that a lot of people like the action packed type stuff. So I think I think it'll do pretty well, it's and just, that actually might come out physical media too. So we'll see. Oh, Lion, I know Lionsgate likes to do a lot of physical media, so um, I guess we'll find out soon if we get that in physical media. If I know the um, the producers and uh, our. Uh, director michael sue will probably want that so if we can they're going to push for it yeah totally I, look as we were saying before it 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 won't die as long as people don't give up on it i mean uh i was in having a conversation the other day with someone saying you know why did video disappear and i said well <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't disappear it was just the next thing comes along and everyone goes wow and they rush mm -hmm. it they stop buying the old one, right? And that's mm -hmm. how they appear. It's not because they weren't any good or they weren't what people wanted. It's just they bring out something else and then the other thing gets neglected to the point where it becomes economically uh, superfluous to keep producing it, thus it dies. Yeah. More people continue to buy uh, their favourite movies uh, on DVD and so when yeah. the service goes down or if you've got a, a portable DVD player, as archaic as that sounds, um, at least <laughs> you can watch a movie whenever you want and what whatever movie you want, and it doesn't have to be on a streaming service. They've right. Already, they're already making quite a lot of money, people. You don't need to help them. It's to be if you ask me, you know, now being on the producing side, I, you know, my eyes have really opened up to the business and, you know, how it works and, you know, I'm still learning every day also, but I've learned a lot cuz um, you know, we've done two movies now since last year and uh, you know, it's 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 a lot of work, but um it's it's good work and we're grateful that we get to do it. And, um, yeah, the, I mean, the physical media is, it's crazy. The, the, you know, even trying to find distro, that's, that's a whole thing in and of itself. Um, but oh, what I was saying is the market, as far as streaming, the different streaming services, if you ask me, it's very oversaturated. Hmm. Um, you know, and there's more, quality or, i'm sorry there's more quantity over quality and i think that things just get dumped all the time every day and which is great but it just makes it hard to find you know the really good quality films that you know that because it's so saturated with just people making stuff and throwing it out there not even caring about the quality or anything and yes it's yes. frustrating because it you know it, it makes it harder for the people that are really like putting a lot into a film and you know and just really like making it the best film that they can make oh yes and then it, finding the right distro and putting it out there it just made i don't know do you see what i'm saying it just makes it harder oh, sometimes oh, you, but you are you are preaching to the choir my girl it is it is a been a long uh a long suffering argument that uh and we don't need to go in depth i'm just no, no. <laughs> No, no, you know, no. Being on 
being on the producing side and seeing all, you know, what I see now and what I know now, it's just, it's, it's hard. It's very hard for filmmakers right now to make good quality products because, you know, there's just one, the most hardest thing is financing always, you know, finding the right, finding people that believe in you, that believe in your product, that can see a future because it's so hard to make your money back doing what we do and you really have to love what you do because there's a lot of blood sweat and tears involved uh-huh. and um it's just it's very challenging but you do it because you love it you do it because you want to tell a story you do it because you know you want to you know entertain people and that's what we do and we're going to keep doing it till you know we're six feet deep in the ground or, 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 you know, homeless. <laughs> if you believe the AI thing, if you believe the AI theory, we'll be doing it long after that because they'll digital. Oh, God. And uh, that's kind of scary. I'm, I'm sure are changing, but I hope, I hope it doesn't, you know, I don't know. I don't want it to go down that road. That's for sure. <laughs> because if we're all, uh, if we can all be sort of digitally photocopied and, uh, <laughs> and reproduced, um, you know, it might it might end up being a bit like that. Did you ever see that uh, Bruce Willis movie, uh, Surrogates, where people don't go out, they have like a robot version of themselves and they just lie in this bed thing? And oh, my like, God. Did you see I that? I don't want to see that. That's a horror film. <laughs> That's a real-life horror film. Yeah, no, I, 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 I see the I, – I don't know if I see the future being like that, but it, it might be like the AI version. There might be any oh physical God. robots. Well, well, look, hey, how about this? The big studios, if that's what they want to do, mm. fine. Let us independent artists, mm. real artists, mm. let us do our job and create art mm. and, you know, create stories that are unique and different and not your typical cookie cutter BS. Mm. Hey, you big studios want to create more garbage? Fine with me. <laughs> yeah. We're going to we're going to do something unique and different and, you know, give people a different, you know. That's what we it's love. Something here. different to watch. That's yeah. the way I look at it. <laughs> Variety. Variety is the spice of life, isn't it? It's uh it's a s it's it, I, I think that you need the, that. You need I think that, that. The status you need variety. I look I'm with Richard Linkletter's argument. It's a sad day when cinema becomes content where they consider people like you a content creator rather than Yeah, I hate that. That I do not ever now this is just me i don't ever want anyone to call me a content creator because that's not what i am i'm an artist and that's that's something different for me and it's just yeah it's i don't know there's like a lot of blurred lines when it comes to that and actual you know it's some sort of other artistry i don't know it's just a different thing yeah, no, it's it. I, I, it's it's an argument that that's out there. I, I, I didn't. I did when I when I was growing up, and I wanted to get into this business. I didn't want to get into the content creating creating business. I wanted to get into uh, the movie business, the business yes. of cinematic arts, as it uh, is is often referred to. So, uh, I'm going to keep pursuing that as. Um, as what I'm into, it's not uh, it's not content creation. Content creation is yeah. making videos about making an omelet, and um, I I can't. I that's not me. 
You will never see me doing that. I, I might do it once, like once in a blue moon. Like doing videos like Marco Pierre, what the key no, to a perfect And look, as an actor, yeah. I have to promote my work, but promoting my work is something completely different than, you know, mm. making an omelet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, here's a, you know, people making videos. Oh, here's a great trick I learned with a, a waffle iron. You can pour eggs into it and then put your, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's content creation. That is not cinema. No. Uh, <laughs> no. And look, everyone has their own thing and that's fine. That's just not my thing. And I get people writing me all the time wanting, yeah, I'm sure it's all spam. Hmm. Most of it, but you know, some real stuff pops up in there and they're like, Oh, can we, you know, we'll give you this for free if you do video. I'm just like, honestly, that's too much. One, it's too much work, and that's not really what I enjoy doing. Yeah, I'm good. If I want something, I'll just buy it. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't, you're not one of those people that uh, that needs uh, a daily influencer to tell you, I, where, I can't tell you where to buy your coffee or which gym to no. work. I just, that's, and I think that's a generational thing too. And, you know, I'm older, so, you know, that just doesn't appeal to me anymore. You know, that kind of stuff. Maybe back in the day it did, but back in the day that wasn't really around. So I don't know. I think I just missed it. <laughs> and then now I'm at the age where I'm like, that does not appeal to me whatsoever. <laughs> oh, well, look, as you say, uh, to each their own. Everyone to each their own. Exactly. Sure, and we're not. We're not here. Whatever makes you happy, do it. That's fine. Unless it's you know really yeah. actually like, hurting people or whatever. Other people or animals. Uh, exactly. You don't hurt yourself. Um, you can <laughs> pretty much do what you want to in the privacy of your, of your own. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but uh, yeah, certainly in in the in the realms of. Uh, in the realms of movies, uh, Sarah, you you continue to make wonderful films, and uh, it's been really great to have you on Cinema Yugen. That's a wrap. And Space Wars, we're looking forward to a sequel to Space Wars. Uh, Blood Thirst, another one coming out. Uh, uh, yes, and and I do have one more okay. that we're actually at the end of post, okay. and we we're having like a, a cast and crew. Um, uh, family friend screening, right? Yep, and that one's called Garden of Eden. And I'll just give you a quick little rundown on it. Um, the Garden of Eden family are wealthy and do everything they can to live the word of God. They throw garden parties, and a guest that finds a key gets to have their most wish for dream come true. But a dream for some can be a nightmare for others. <laughs> and that's our next film and we're so excited that it's like i said it's in post now it's actually almost done we're literally days away from it to being done and then we are going to start uh the film fest circuit with that and then you know hopefully we'll get some good distro and i know we're very excited about it because it's something very different than that's a rap that's rap was a horror comedy slasher this <laughs> one's more of a i would say horror thriller and we actually like to call it our a christian horror which i don't know if it's been done before but we deal with a lot of religious elements we deal with you know um a lot of weird family dynamics we deal with uh you know it, it's very we like to call it it's gory 
-hmm. it's beautiful and it's brutal. It's very kind of A24 style. So we're very excited about that one. Okay. Okay. Hey, don't worry about it, Sarah. One of the greatest horror films of all time had uh, weird family dynamics and dealt a little bit with religion, and that was called The Exorcist. Um, Yes. So, hey, (laughs) it sounds really compelling. I'm really excited. I, Sarah, I don't know how you do all this. What do you have for breakfast? <laughs> what did you have for breakfast? You, you want to know something funny? And this is bad, but I don't usually eat breakfast. Is it cake? It's, no. it's weird. Unless I'm shooting or out of town or something. Um, right. If I eat breakfast, hmm. I would say yogurt, like a Greek yogurt, because <laughs> it's you no, know, I, I can eat it fast and be done. I, I want to know the brand. <laughs> Because I'm Actually, pro- protein shakes, protein shakes are great. I don't know how you do it all. It's insane, and I and and I work out every day. I go hiking just about every day. Yeah. When I'm not working on film, I'm working on myself. That's my motto. Incredible. So I'm always trying to improve. You know, any way I can, and yeah, it's 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 a lot, but you get used to it. You get used to a really good groove, and then when there's downtime, you're like. Oh my God, what am I going to do now? I've, I'm lost. I have the day off. What do I do? I think, I think you should, I think you should take whatever you're on and put it in a bottle and send me some. It's like, um, right. it's like that stuff on TikTok, Sheila Jeet. Have you heard about that? It's the, uh, it's the elixir of life. You, know, <laughs> you can start taking it and two weeks later, you're going to feel different. You're going to feel right. Different. You're going to feel Now we should, we, we need to do a horror movie on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, they might, no, they, I think they've done that already too. It's called. Stuff. I know, but I gotta, you know, try something different. But that's, you yeah. just never know. That's, that, that could actually be a good remake of the stuff today. Like they sell it on TikTok and it's the. Oh. Uh, you know. But yeah, it's, right? Exactly. It's not a yogurt. It could be like an energy drink or something. Be careful what you, but what you buy online. You never know what's really in it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you eating it or is it eating you? But uh, yeah, exactly, Sarah, Sarah. It sounds it sounds fantastic, and and um, I'm going to get some of that yogurt you have for breakfast, so that <laughs> I can um, I can be on the same level, on the supersonic level with the supersonic, sensational, spectacular, the scintillating Sarah French has been my guest here on Cinema Yugen. Thank you, Sarah, for being on, and we look forward to all the goodies you've got coming out. Thank you, and there's lots of them and lots more to come. She's got a whole bunch of uh, great treats in her uh, Halloween swag, ladies and gentlemen. Lots. Sarah French. (laughs) Check her out. Where can everybody follow, uh, Sarah, your your adventures? Do you have, like, an Instagram? Oh yeah, I'm I'm very active online, and I love interacting with with fans and friends. And you know, just come by and say hi. I'm constantly posting about my work. It's Instagram. It's Sarah French online, and then uh, I'm on Facebook, Sarah French, and then Twitter. It's Scarlet underscore Salem. Yeah, check her out, Sarah French. She's uh, the unstoppable, talented lady of cinema. She's a good soldier of cinema. And we at Cinema Yugen certainly wish all the best and look forward to all of her future films and endeavors. Sarah French, thank you again for being here. Thank you. Very welcome.
This is Cantel. Listen to us where uh, you listen to your favourite podcasts on Spotify and all that sort of stuff. And we'll catch you next time on Cinema. You good. <laughs>